I don't know if you normally have something to write with when you listen to us, but this is one of those times when you should have at least a pencil or a ballpoint, something so scurry if you need to get one. And it might be good to have something to write on, like a piece of paper or a journal, because we want you to remember the things that we're saying on this podcast. Welcome to the Before We Go podcast, featuring Dr. David Maines and his wife, noted author Karen Maines. Here's David and Karen Maines. Karen, for some people, this is going to be old because they know what going on a God hunt is like. We've talked about this a lot in our ministry and our outreach, and we're using these months on the podcast to do exactly that, leave behind to our listeners the tools of growth, the time-tested ideas, so that we are leaving something of value before we go. You actually wrote a book called The God Hunt. Right. This began as a spiritual practice in our family. We have four children, and someone taught me that what's learned with pleasure is learned full measure. And so many of the spiritual practices that we tried to introduce and expose our little tribe to were cloaked within a game-like sort of capacity. So the God Hunt was very definitely the first time I think that we really began to work at what's learned with pleasure is learned full measure. And so we put it into kind of a game. And we've kept at it for I don't know how long and it kind of goes in spurts. Uh There are times when you're very interested in God Hunts and everyone's excited, then it drops off for a while. And you have to have it renewed in terms of your thinking. So we are renewing our own thinking on the God Hunt right now because we have gotten away from this practice. I mean, you work on so many things in your life. But we want to share our renewal journey on the spiritual practice of the God Hunt with our podcast listeners. You know, the God Hunt is seeing God at special times, and Mm -hmm. we came up with four categories. Uh Sometimes a God Hunt sighting will relate to all four categories at once, and Uh sometimes it's just one specific one. Sometimes you can't tell what category it goes into, but let's name what those four are, and here's where we want you to start to write down them. Category number one. Is times we have obvious answers to prayer. So we pray and ask God to work in our lives, and lo and behold, that prayer is answered. Now, we can be very excited at the moment we recognize that God has answered one of our prayers, but being human, we are forgetful, and sometimes we don't keep a record of the way God has answered our prayers. I'm cleaning out my closet space. I have 40 years of prayer journals. (laughs) And before I ditched them all, I thought I needed to read through them. And the God Hunt practice goes way, way back in our lives. So I have literally in my prayer journals a category of how God has worked in our lives over those 40 years. It's an extraordinary reading experience. So you prayed about this and God answered that prayer? That's very clear. Clear answer to prayer. That's one of Mm -hmm. the ways we see God work in our everyday lives. Another one, unexpected evidence of his care. Let me give a recent one there, Karen. I was here with Joel. Joel is our third born, and he is kind of in transition because he lost his job. Uh, There's a downscaling, and he's been trying to finish a novel, and so I said, come on, live with us. But the house was kind of quiet because Mm -hmm. you were away in Texas, and Joel had finished a project, and he was kind of just relaxing. We have a hammock in the backyard. It's kind of the neighborhood hammock because (laughs) I'm not sure who I'll find in that hammock. Three little girls our neighbors and their friends are often in the backyard, either jumping on the trampoline or swinging in the hammock. We love to hear their laughter. It's so adorable. Now, one end of that hammock is in a large tree. Big oak tree. Yeah, and then the other end used to be in a tree, but the top part of that tree got hit in a storm. Uh-huh. So it's about an eight or nine foot stump, big stump. Uh-huh. 
and the hammock is stretched between those. Uh-huh. And Joel went out. I saw him through the kitchen uh-huh. window. He kind of plopped onto the hammock, and boom, all of a sudden, the tree stump that the hammock's hooked to came down. Which had been very secure. Oh, you know, very, very secure. It, it was unbelievable, and it just missed him by a hair. That thing is so heavy, you can't even move it. We're going to have to get a chainsaw to cut it up because the weight of it is incredible. And the normal thing would be to land right on the person who was in the hammock, uh-huh. but it missed him. Uh-huh. It missed him by a hair. I said, uh-huh. you all right? And he was kind of stunned. But, man, it could have hit him right in the head. Or broken his back or oh, something, yeah. whatever. He, yeah. It could have killed him. Literally yeah, it killed, killed him. him. He got up, and he was fine, but you look at it, you say, unexpected evidence of God's care. Yeah, right there. There it was, right there. And you can kind of say, wow, that was something, but it needs to be written down and dated, Uh which has been done. Uh And so not only do you have to have a pencil and pen and a piece of paper to write down these categories, we've only said two so far of the four, but I would also say you should buy, next time you go to Walgreens or (laughs) one of the drugstores, even a grocery store, they'll have little tablets. You, You know, when the guys play golf on television, they're always marking their score. The mas- like the Masters. Yeah, yeah. They, they put it in their back pocket. Oh, so that's a, their little notebook. Thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a big enough <laughs> notebook to keep track of your dates and your God hunt sightings. Okay. But you have it there. You have, you have a prayer journal, which mm-hmm. is a normal thing for you. But you need to record it because, again, what an incredible impact that would have had on our family yeah. had he been totally either dead or maimed in some yeah. way. Okay, so that was... Help. Unexpected evidence of his care. Yeah. Here's another one. Help to do God's work in the world. Mm-hmm. You want to give an illustration of that? Well, I think that I really experience this every time I'm writing a book. I feel as though I'm co-laboring because there will be an article that shows up here or there will be something someone tells me, a story someone tells me, or see something on television. It's just crazy. Not because I'm such a great writer, but because because I realize I'm not such a great writer. It just feels like the heavenly universe leans in to assist me in getting that work done as well as I possibly can do with my talents. So I'm very aware of, of that category in, in my life, God working to help me do his work in the world. Obvious answer to prayer. Have that written down, friend? Unexpected evidence of his care. Help to do God's work in the world. Okay, unusual linkage and or timing. This is a little harder to explain, but generally what we say when the unusual linkage or timing event occurs in our life is we start to think, what a coincidence. Isn't that a coincidence? Well, I've become convinced at age 79 that there is really no such thing in the believer's life as coincidence. Either we have a host of unseen angels who are helping us experience that, quote, coincidence, unquote, or the divine. God is working in our lives in ways that we cannot ostensibly see, but we experience it when these events all come together and things work out in ways we couldn't have contrived them on ourselves, planned them by ourselves, or even foreseen. So we all have this. Next time you say, well, what a coincidence because of something that's happened in your life. Just remember that you have a God who is ordering your days and you need to count that as an item on your God hunt. Karen, do you think that everyone has God hunt sightings if they just start looking for them? Yeah, I think scripture really promises that. If you seek me, you will find me. If you seek me with your whole heart. I mean, Jesus says that in the New Testament. There's plenty of evidence in scripture. And what we're going to do for the next month of podcasts is begin to show people how much the God hunter experiencing God or seeing him or finding him in the everyday is a part of how scripture 
scripture teaches us to live. And we're going to use just recent illustrations. So the we ones that happen uh, between today and the end of the other podcast that we're doing. We're just going to be very, very current with mm-hmm. them. I would be interested in what other people are experiencing as well. It's not just us who go on the God Hunt. I'd like for many of the people who listen to us regularly to go on the God Hunt and hear what God has done in their lives. Well, they can email us. Dean has that address. He'll give it afterwards. One of the other things I want to say is we have four or five boxes of God Hunt books. They're not doing anyone any good sitting in those boxes. So if you would like to write us or email us and say, I could use a couple of those God Hunt books, we will mail them to you for a gift of any size, just because we believe in the ministry of this and we want to get it into the hands of people who want to become practitioners of this spiritual discipline. We started this years ago mm-hmm. with our children, mm-hmm. and they they were really quite young. Mm-hmm. They were quite good at this. Well, better than than we were actually. So, I'm not, well, I don't know if they're better than me. I'm not ready to give up. <laughs> they that were better title. than I was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the, the children were very good at it, and we actually put together materials for children as right. well. So we have a little booklet. It's illustrated with children's illustrations for children, and it's called "I Spy God." Yes, and it's a way for parents to help them begin to go on the God Hunt and then to write down their God Hunt sightings in the I Spy God notebook. So we can make that available to people as well if they're interested in giving it to their grandchildren, using it with their children, neighbors, you know, any kind of environment that you happen you to be with children. just say somebody ask for it or send a gift if they want. Uh-huh. Don't have to send a gift. Yes, right? don't have to. We're happy to send it out. Yeah. Just to put things into perspective, Karen, when we started working on this, I wrote out a sentence. Going on a daily God Hunt is a good way to bring excitement back to your spiritual walk. That's a good sentence. It's an excellent sentence. I, I forgot I wrote that. I wrote a sentence too, so they can take their choice. Repeat yours again. Going on a daily God hunt is a good way to bring excitement back to your spiritual walk. Oh, I think I like yours better than mine. People who create a spiritual discipline of hunting for God in the everyday will find him. Well, I think that's pretty good as well. <laughs> if we went too fast, Karen, one more time, go through those categories, Okay. Okay. Any obvious answer to prayer, help to do God's work in the world, unusual linkage or timing, unexpected evidence of his care. Okay, we should have some excited listeners next week. You've been listening to the Before We Go podcast. And if you would like to write to us, please send us an email at the following address, hosts at beforewego.show. That's all lowercase letters, hosts, at beforewego.show. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please remember to rate, review, and share on whatever platform you listen. This podcast is copyright 2022 by Mainstay Ministries, Post Office Box 30, Wheaton, Illinois, 60187.